Welcome everyone back to another episode of Top 5. If this is your first time watching, the Top 5 show is designed to bring industry experts from around the real estate and business world together in a place where they can share their top five best practices on a particular subject. We want to make these easily digestible, really simple to use things that you can put into your business today to help you grow and build a better business. So, I am really, really fortunate to have a great guest today in Matt Fagioli, who is coming to us from what appears to be a beautiful, beautiful day in Atlanta, Georgia. And for those of y'all who don't know Matt, Matt is the founder and CEO of Explode Conferences that travel the country. Uh, so Matt, we're welcome to the show. Glad that you're here. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Appreciate doing it. Doing great. So... I thought it would be a really great perspective to have you on the show because for the last 15 years, is that right? Something like that. Yep. So about the last 15 years, you've been traveling the country, interacting with thousands upon thousands of realtors, hearing speeches from some of the best speakers on the, on the circuit, some of the brightest minds in real estate. And so you're like the Encyclopedia Britannica of what's going on in the real estate industry, right? Uh, so I figured let's get him on and let's get his top five things from his experience being around realtors forever. And so you've kind of distilled that into a list of the top five things that an agent should be doing now to help build in 2021, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you're right. Uh, you know, so it explodes 10 years old, but I've been traveling, doing other conferences, doing conferences in general for almost 15 years. And, and so the beautiful thing about that is, that uh, you know, I, I, I'm smart enough to know that uh, I'm not that smart, but the 100,000 people that I've met are, uh, and I've learned something from almost all those people. Um, and so, it, yeah, I mean, I think I have a really unique, uh, have had a unique opportunity to meet so many people. So there's, there's not a whole lot that's happening in real estate that I don't have some sense of. So, Right. Um, that's awesome. So I, 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 I thought what would be great is to talk about um, – uh, the top five ways um, to set yourself up for growth in 2021. And, um, and you know, the good news and the bad news is that, uh, you know, there's, there's no uh, secret, right? The five things that we're going to talk about are quite, are very fundamental, but hopefully we can, you know, add, add some insight that, um, you know, that, that people hadn't thought about or get people to think about it a little different way. Yeah, I mean, if there was a silver bullet, we'd all be using it, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, the, I guess to, to play on that for a second, you know, uh, of all those 100,000 people that I've met, um, there's, there's not 100,000 ways, but there might be 10,000 ways uh, to be successful in real estate and life. And, uh, you know, but, but these fundamental things underlie all of that. Um, but you know, you meet people that are great at for sale by owner, you meet people that are great at, you know, listing farming. I mean, there's a million different ways to skin the cat. Um, and, um, uh, but there's, there's underlying fundamentals. Awesome. And, uh, um, uh, you know, this chance I think, but, uh, we, I'm also an independent broker in Atlanta. Um, we have a relatively new brokerage. It's just a, a year old. Uh, so a new venture bringing together, uh, a partnership of some really talented people and, um, and so, but we've spent a lot of time, uh, talking to new agents and, you know, helping them set up their business. And so, so that has even more just sort of, you know, 
crystallized, you know, this is the stuff, right? So, so the, the first thing that, you know, every agent learns or should learn when they get into business is about their sphere of influence. Um, we, call, we call that top 100 um, because I find most people, you know, struggle to really have 100 great contacts. You know? Right. It's um, tough to be everything to everybody when you've got 2,000 people in a database. And it's great that you've got 2,000 people in a database, but who are the people who are really likely going to be the ones that send you a referral? Exactly. Yeah. Or, and, or the polar opposite. You just get in real estate and, and you go, I only know 20 people or whatever, whatever it is. But uh, we try to focus people in on getting really dialed in on 100, 100 people. And, and so this is just as big of a challenge, though, for really successful agents. That's the thing that, that blew me away teaching at Explode conferences. I would challenge audiences to go, there's 500 people in the audience. Who could come up here right now and show me a valid spreadsheet with updated information on it, cell phone, email, home address, birthday, all that stuff for 100 people that you validated that data in the last 90 days? Raise your hand. And guess what? Not too many people have ever raised their hand. Right. And so I think even if you're 20, 20 years in the business, if you want to crush in 21, guess what? Go back to basics. It's like when you start losing football games, right? They always talk about, all right, we're just going to go back to blocking and tackling um, and, and, and start over. And so having that, that top 100 list is just a big, huge deal because then once you have the data, then you can really be effective with that list um, and you know, do, do simple things that, that nobody talks about. Like one of my, one of the favorite things I learned from one of my hundred thousand people, uh, was running Facebook ads, just targeting those hundred people. Um, so that you just crush Facebook and Instagram, uh, for those hundred people. So when you run into those hundred people, they're like, Oh my God, you're everywhere. You know, cause they think you're targeting 50,000 people. Right. So you got these cheap ads for a hundred people. Um, so anyway, yeah, most, most people doing Facebook ads wouldn't really think about that because they think about it as let's go capture new business and new prospecting and leads and not hit the people who already know, like, and trust us. But it just gives you that added street cred. Yeah. Well, these micro audiences, I think it was a big thing that, that I, that I learned. It's a different hundred thousand person, but, uh, um, but all of these micro audiences, like, so for example, uh, uh, a listing that you're going to a listing appointment you're going to go on next week is like dial the audience down as little as as tightly as Facebook will allow you to dial it down so that you're basically all you're doing is just trying to target that house, right? Uh, so that every they see you every five seconds from now to the listing appointment stuff like that, um, and we're um, on a coaching call for a brokerage, us being coached, and uh, those guys are talking about. Uh, targeting all the agents in the brokerage <laughs> for the similar reason, you know, get likes and, and shares from, from people, stuff like that. So anyway, so, uh, so that's number one. So, so crush top 100 and then use that, you know, use that data in a really powerful way. So uh, number two is uh, something I call Dreamcast and Dreamcast uh, is uh, starts with top 100. You got to have the top 100 first. Because the Dreamcast is a simple one-page spreadsheet that lists out those 100 people. Uh, so left-hand column A is, is those 100 people. And then uh, uh, across the top uh, uh, is January through December. And then you're going to go through and, cr and create that spreadsheet. And you're going to just put a dollar value next to each of those 100 people. 
taking a random guess with no, there's no accountability here. You don't care how big the number is. Um, it's just, hey, I think Bill's going to buy a house in August and it's going to be a $400,000 house. My coach is going to be 12 grand, blah, blah. I'm going to put 12 grand in August under Bill. Do that for 100 people and you don't overthink it. You just throw a number in. I think I'm going to get a referral from Sally. I think this guy's worth a thousand bucks. I think, you know, whatever it is, you put all the numbers in. And at the end of that spreadsheet, you're going to have a monstrous number that, uh, and for most, almost everybody, it will be seven to eight figures. <laughs> right. And so, so, but then you take that, you refine it down, make it more accurate day over day, month over month, you make it more and more and more accurate. But now you've got a single page that every day, all you do is get up and look at that page. And now, you know what? That'll, that'll define everything you need to do because you're going to go, you know what? I forgot about Bill in August. I need to send him listings. I need to take him to lunch. I need whatever it is. And if all you did was literally manage that one page and those hundred people, I promise. So you see these people run ads that are like, Hey, I could double your business, you know, with my coaching or whatever, like literally take the two minutes of what you just heard on this video, do that. And you'll double your business. Yes. Anyway. And it's, you know, it's almost like having a vision board for your money, right? It's not necessarily, I want to buy this stuff or this is what's driving my why, but this is my vision board for my income in the next year. Yeah. Well, and so, so bring that back down to now, right? So once you've built that, you're managing that spreadsheet. So now uh, we're going into October. So everybody, so now you've got that so dialed in that October is basically closings that are, you know, like here's all the stuff that's going to close, right? So I'm going to make X in October and here's the numbers. So when I get up in the morning, I look at October and I go, oh, I got to do, that's supposed to happen. Like I got to literally, you know, drills it all down, but also the stuff that's nine months, 12 months out, you don't forget about it and go, you know what? I better take Bill to lunch and talk about his goals because he said he wanted to do this and you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, so. you know, I think that, I think that one of the things that is a plague and I don't, this is not a real estate industry issue. This is a sales industry issue is, yeah. And if you, if you've ever read the book 12 week year, it's kind of that where, Hey, you know, I, I, I set this goal that I want to sell 50 homes in 2021 or a hundred homes or whatever that number looks like. And you know, maybe I get through the first quarter and I've got one or two, but I'm pretty far behind. But you know what? It's fine. I've got nine more months. And then you get to six months and yeah, I need to play a little catch up. And then in the last three or four months, you work your ass off, you make a bunch of money and you're just like, well, what if you just worked your ass off for all 12 <laughs> months? Uh, and so that yeah. Dreamcast board kind of keeps you on track of, I need to be doing this every single month in order to make that seven, eight figure number, which is a realistic number as if you do the work. Yeah. Well, and even if you like back to Gary, you know, I consider the millionaire real estate agent to be like the Bible of, of real estate. And he'll, you know, he talks about, you know, if you aim high, you miss a little bit, you still have a huge number. And, exactly. you know, uh, you know, in most, in lots of markets, uh, Atlanta included, you know, 250, 250,000 ish is kind of average selling price. And so, so you start using that as a calculator, well, hundred of the hundred deals of that is, you know, $750,000. So why aren't way more agents approaching that number? Uh, and I think it's just a question of, you know, boiling it down to focus and, and a way to manage it. So Dreamcast for me, um, which is something I learned 20 years ago in, in just a regular sales role um, outside of real estate, it's just so much.
to me and it's what I, every day that's what i do is what i look at so that's awesome um, okay, so number three another shoe drop uh is uh control your schedule and um no one again like room full of 500 people raise your hand if you can show me a schedule that looks like this i lead generate in the morning before i lead generate i have my personal time then i lean generate in the morning then i have specific times that i set appointments with client you know some kind of real structure that they actually stick to two out of 500 right and it's because it's because everybody undervalues it right they go oh that sounds really cool when i'm sitting in the conference but i can't execute (laughs) so i will tell you you know when we talk when we train here and we talk about scheduling we really kind of try to focus on the whole time blocking aspect because you know, the reality is, let's say I'm going to spend my time prospecting in the morning um, and I call you and you say, hey, you know what? Actually, there was a home that just came up on my neighborhood. I'd like to go see it. Nobody in their right mind is going to say, you know what? I'm in my prospecting block right now, so I can see clients this afternoon, right? You're going to jump in the car. And you're going to go over and show the house or most agents are going to jump in the car and, and go show the house. And so, the flexibility of time blocking and being able to move those blocks. Okay. Now I have to do a little bit of that client time in the afternoon because I put some of that showing time up in the morning and be able to move that in. It's just making sure that all the blocks get done. Right. Well, I guess that's one way to look at it. And you know, um, on our podcast, we interviewed uh, Ricky Carruth and Ricky said he does it three days a week. Uh, so there's plenty of other time where like if something happened on Thursday, he can still roll that time that that lead generation block into Friday, uh, and so and and Nakia, my my partner in in the brokerage, uh, talks to agents about 30, 30 minutes a day. Like anybody can do thirty minutes a day, and then if it's when it becomes three hours, you know that's that's another thing. You know, yeah, I think Tom Ferry's Tom Ferry's is the you know the the hour of power or whatever it is, power hour, you know, whatever that looks like, but it just has to happen. Yeah. Well, and, and I do think though that you can reach, I think everybody can reach a, a point of discipline in their career uh, where, uh, where, where they don't break it. You know, I, I, I really almost never break mine ever. And, and it's hard, right? Cause you have to say no to stuff right. uh, or, or, or refer that client. If the client's got to go right now, you know, literally refer them out because there, there's so much value in the rhythm and the consistency. And, and, and the thing is you can never appreciate that uh, until you, until you actually execute the consistency for a while. Um, and actually uh, I kind of jumped ahead because that's the next, the next point is the consistency trumps everything. Yes. Amen. And you can never know, you can never really believe that in your, in your heart and in your mind until you try it for a month. And go, oh crap! I did whatever the thing is uh, every single day for thirty days, and life is different because X. And it doesn't matter if that thing was I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna breathe I'm gonna meditate for five minutes a day for thirty days, right. whatever the thing is. And so we always talk to to agents about the you know it, it's a new month here we are it's first of the month you know pick anything I'm gonna meditate for five minutes a day I'm going to give out two business cards a day for 30 days. Like who can't, you know, people always try to bite off too much. Let me give out 50 business cards, you know? Right. Right. Um, But anyway, so this consistency thing is just unbelievable. Yeah. So we, you know, we always harp on, you know, none of the stuff that makes somebody successful in real estate is sexy, you know, and the tendency 
for agents is to focus on the sexy stuff. I need to have this killer website and I need to have this and that and whatever else. And the reality is it's these few daily disciplines that are just repeated over time consistently, consistently. You just do it, do it, do it. And it just becomes habit. Like you said, rhythm. And we talk a lot about that here is, you know, going all the way back to, to the Rockefeller habits from, you know, a hundred years ago, that building that communication rhythm and building that rhythm in your life um, is what really helps just make sure that all those little daily disciplines happen every single day. Yeah. And start and starting with little teeny pieces that you can get, you know, five minutes that you can get your head around. And then once you, once you win it, like it's better to win something for 30 days at five minutes than right. to do it for 10 minutes and lose or have, have it be inconsistent. That's, that's the magic that people have to get to is, Pick something, do it for five minutes, do it for 30 days. Then, you know, once you've shown yourself, oh, I can do it um, and not fail. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, I think that motto right there could be applied to just about everything. You know, when we talk about our business is everybody wants to come in and, oh, I'm going to go door knock and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to call it expireds and fizzbos and whatever else. And let's just focus on the stuff that you're really good at right now. And then let's gradually expand your comfort zone and build on those things. But let's focus on getting some wins under our belt early. And then that just kind of snowballs, right? You know, success breeds success. Yeah. But the tendency is also opposite of that, that failure oftentimes breeds more failure. And so we got to be protecting that. Well, and uh, that was a great segue too. So number five uh, is uh, protect your spirit. Uh, and so real estate is hard, right? You just, you just started on it there. Like we get beat, we get abused, you know, clients are tough, things are hard. Uh, what I also find is that most people and realtors for sure are not spending much if any time really uh, controlling their spirit, controlling their mind. Uh, and the, the first step of that that I learned from one of my 100,000 friends uh, is that uh, yesterday is over and you, you can't carry it into today. And, but I think, I think what's, what, what took me a long time to figure out about that that I, that I think might be helpful to people is that that's one of those thousand things that's really easy to say and hard to execute. And what happens is I think that we all don't necessarily recognize what we're doing. We get up in the morning and we are replaying yesterday in our mind. And all of a sudden, like, Oh, the tension's coming back. And like, you know, chance is such a jerk. And he said, blah, and I'm going to replay that in my mind and get pissed at him all over again. And, you know, versus like, Oh, I'm not going to allow that. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with what's your morning routine. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I'll give you a real world example. Yesterday, you know, my daughter has to get up at zero dark 30 to go to school. It's ridiculous how, how early she has to get up. And I'm not a morning person, uh, but she slept through her alarm yesterday. And so our morning yesterday was a little panicked. Mm. And if you don't stop that and, you know, hey, it's okay. People sleep through their alarms sometimes. Let's get our stuff. Let's get to school. And we got our school on time. But, you know, it started out as this high drama setting. 
And that will extend the whole day if that's the first thing that you're experiencing, right? So it's having that routine in the morning where you get up, whether it's just sitting there and having a cup of coffee and reading a little bit, or like you said, meditating, having something, you know, going through the miracle morning stuff or any of that. It's really just kicking your day off with that right mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and catching it when it, cause you know, especially for people that listen to this, that really aren't winning that or trying, trying to win that anew, um, you know, it's just catching yourself and like, knowing we all get up, like get up trying to think, be positive, be, I'm going down this road and we all get derailed by our thoughts and it's not like, don't kick yourself in the head for that. Just get back, you know, Hey, hold on. I realize I'm off track get back on track and get back into it and improve that habit day after day. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. Cause it's easy to, it's easy to get off and you just have, you can't beat yourself up over it. You just gotta say, yeah. Hey, you're human. Let, now come back and let's, let's try to refocus. So isn't it, isn't it funny how all that stuff is just so fundamental and after 10 years and a hundred thousand people, that's the stuff that I think is, you know, absolutely the most important stuff. It is. And you know, it's the, it's the stuff that it's hard It's not easy. None of the things that you just said are simple. They seem simple, but they're not when you actually go to executing them and building habits and and making it consistent. And the stuff that doesn't really make people money is the stuff that's easy. Yeah, that's right. And, and, but that's, that's not the, that's not what lasts. That's not what builds, you know, consistent life. And, right, right. Um, you know, everybody, everybody talks about how, you know, how do I get that life that I want that just feels rock solid? And it's, it's these rhythms, you know, that's what Mir- Miracle Morning, you keep mentioning, it's a great book. And, you know, but so many others like that are trying to get through is that uh, it, it's not the, it's not the one win. It's not, you know, any single thing. It's, it's this life rhythm of this is what I do every day and how I do it. And lots of business gets in the way or shows up in my, in my routine. Right. Anyway. Yeah. No. And, and that's, you know, people call it being in the zone or being in the, you know, having flow or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we've been reading a little couple of books here in our book club about this kind of thing. And, and there's a lot of science going on to rhythm and flow right now. A lot of neuroscience uh, and books being written. And it's just, it's easier to manage than most people think. They just have to be really, really aware, and that's tough. Yeah, well, so it all, but it's you know, it's funny. This is all kind of wrapped up in a little bow, but it's it's that pick a habit for that's five minutes. Uh, that something you're going to execute for five minutes a day. It's the first of the month. Pick it and set it for thirty days. I'm going to do this one thing for five minutes for thirty days. Recognize at the end of the, if you you know once you've executed that, recognize what that did in your life, and then add one more thing. But, and imagine over the course of a year, how many things you could implement that you do every day for 30 days and then 12 months and whatever, and, and the massive impact it would have on your life, you know, just five Right. It's that progress, not perfection. Yeah, that's right. And that, you know, just like compound interest or just like anything else that just kind of adds up over time. And if you can just do those little things, you know, it's how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's it, man. Yeah. That awesome. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to? No, no. Thank you for having me. And, and uh, you know, I hope that those things are, are useful. I know they're, they're, those are really fundamental, but um, you know, I think uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the bit of time I've spent in, in with uh, karate in the past uh, you know, you learn that it's just about constantly getting better at these fundamental things 
Um, so, you know, yep. I hope that's helpful. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Thank you, Matt, for being on the show today. We really do appreciate you. Uh, and beyond just being on the show, we appreciate what you do for the industry because Explode is a huge part of getting people in a place where they can get better. And so thank you for that. Uh, thank you for you watching today. Uh, and we hope that you're able to take these five tips that Matt's given and put them in your business, help you have a long-term, sustainable, profitable business. Have a great day and we'll see you next time on Top 5.